Thank you for joining us today on the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. At the building, we build our faith, hope, and love in Jesus by having a real, relevant relationship with Him. And what better way for us to get closer to God than to learn more about Him through His Word? We pray you enjoy this message. Praise God. Praise God. It is so good to see everybody. This, you guys, this is the last Sunday of the year. I don't know about you, but this has been a doozy. <laughs> Feliz Año Nuevo. Happy New Year, you guys. How many of us right, right now are actually glad to see 2020 go? ¿Cuántos de nosotros estamos contentos de que se vaya viente viente? Amén. Amén. Give me a quick second. I'm, it, it's me with the mic because I pushed the mic up in my mouth. That's why it sounds so loud. So you guys ready? Give me a second. Okay. Oh, oh. And, and we're going to move it. Praise the Lord. There we go. We good? That sound better? Praise the Lord. Because I need the mic right because I'm going to sing a song today and get everybody saved. So how many people here are excited about 2021? Amen. Amen. That means how many people are excited about 2021? I mean, yes, somebody's got to be excited about it. Well, looking back, we see 12 months. Mirando hacia atrás, vemos 12 mesas. Looking forward towards 21 with God, we see 12 months ahead of us. Mirando hacia adelante con la venida de Dios, vemos 12 mesas. Como fe para ti el año viente viente. How was this year for 2020 for you? That's what I'm talking about. I got one person that's excited about still being alive. Praise God. I, I don't mean to, 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 to burst anybody's bubble, but I heard one person just praise the Lord, and I heard somebody else. We had, had a meeting, and everybody was talking about their sad stories. And I'm just going to be honest with you. Jackie Biggins sat down and she just she gave me a testimony that changed my life. She doesn't know it yet right now, but I'm just going to share it with you. She said this to me. We were talking about me and the situations that I've had this year, everybody's families and all this other stuff, and everybody was giving their testimony about what had happened. And then all of a sudden, Jackie, it was Jackie's turn, and Jackie said, I'm going to be honest with you. 2020 was a good year for me. I got a house, I got my job, my dream job. She said all these wonderful things, and I'm sitting there and I'm going, wait a minute. But I'm, I, all this bad stuff has happened in 2020, but I got one person out of 12 people who were sitting there, one person gave God some praise and thanks for what God had done in their life. How ungrateful was I? And that's what I'm saying. Do you know what? Because sometimes, saints God, we forget. And I'm getting way ahead of myself, but sometimes I, I, I got a lot of notes, but I'm just going to share some things. Because sometimes we get so 
frustrated about what's happening to us instead of seeing what God has done for us. This whole year, this whole year, there's been a lot of things that has happened to us in this year. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go with my notes. You guys just, just praise God. I'm, I'm just going to go where we're going. I'm just going to let the Holy Spirit just use me. Okay? Because I, I, I can sit back and think about the setbacks, the distractions, the broken relationships, people that have come and people that have gone. People, there's lives that have been, been, been uh, brought into this world. There's some people's lives that have been left. 2020. 2020 has been a year like none other. Let's be honest. For most people, 2020 is up for the record books. And a lot of us right now, we could probably throw 2020 out the door. If we had a way to go back and erase 2020, we would. But people like Jackie, Karina, they're like, I don't know about you. But the Lord has been good to me this year. Can anybody in here even say to themselves that the Lord has been good to me this year? Come on. Now, it's funny how we, with, we wait and we hope with great expectation for the new year to come. All of us. We're excited about 2021. Matter of fact, I can't wait for 21, 2021 to come you guys know what I'm saying. It's, it's crazy. But you know what? We were waiting in 2019. Listen, we were so excited for 2020 to come that we didn't even think about 2019. We were just like, 2020, the year of vision. Everybody's going to have great vision. God's going to give you a vision. This is what all the pastors were saying. All your visions are going to come true and fruition. And, and all. we said all this thing in 2020, and we didn't have no idea what was about to be in store for all of us here, not just in the United States, but in the world. I know, I don't know about you, but there's been so much craziness that's been happening. My wife has been telling people, like, she's like, look, I'm just sitting here waiting for Jesus to come and break the next seal. I'm, if, if you guys read Revelations, that, you know, there's going to be people like, what is it, seal? Not a seal like, or, or. it's a seal. Come on, saints, you don't read your Bibles. They're talking about comets coming to the earth a couple months ago. It's in the Bible, Wormwood, Revelations. And with it comes pestilence. All these things are happening in 20, 2020. All these things, people are getting, there's so many pastors out there prophesying what's going to happen because, of course, you know, the election was happening and all these prophecies were coming out about who's going to be president, who's not going to be president, and then guess what happens? You don't see the prophecies anymore, do you? They, they, weren't, they, they were prophesying instead of prophesying. But it's so funny, by the end of the year, we have great hope and expectation turning towards and seeing the next year come. The same way we were excited about 2020 starting is the same way we're excited to see 2021 begin also. Now, in 2020, a couple of months, 
wasn't even a couple of months. Right in 2020, things started happening. Amen? I, I, can anybody relate to what happened? I mean, as soon as 2020 happened? Yeah. There was COVID-19, shelter in place. The economy started collapsing. The elections happened. And who else knows what? Amen. And personally, can I just be honest? Personally for me, me and my family had some major setbacks, if you guys don't know already. I had a stroke, I had heart failure, and then another stroke. And we're dealing with all the emotional and physical issues and the new medications that I'm taking and the uncertainty of life was enough for me to look back and go, God, I just want this year to be over. Can anybody relate? Matter of fact, if you guys sit down and think about it, at the beginning of this year, watch this. The beginning of this year, we started a series. The beginning of this year started a series called Hope. And it was based on the book, The Hope Quotient, or HQ, by Pastor Ray Johnston of Bayside, Granite Bay. And we learned about seven factors. You guys, think about this. This is the beginning of the year. This is before COVID happened. This was before all this thing happened. But what was happening? We talked about hope before we needed hope. You guys, you guys, I'm... There were seven factors that we learned, seven factors. And and then what we had, the seven factors that we learned was recharge your batteries, raise your expectation, refocus on the future, play to your strength, refuse to go at it alone, replace burnout with balance, and play a great defense. God literally knew things were going to get bad for his people. God gave us something before we needed it. Were we paying attention? Listen to me, saints. Those that have an ear to hear the word of the Lord, let them hear. He spoke to us prophetically before COVID, before lockdowns, before he said anything, before there were deaths, before there was sickness, before there was job loss. God spoke to us because he knew that we were going to need hope in a hopeless situation. God gave us hope before this pandemic. By the way, you need to go back and listen to all those sermons. You go go on the uh, Annex podcast. It's a shameless plug. You guys go out there. But anyway, I digress. So I stand here and reflect about all the things that have happened. There were so many things, saints, so many things that have happened, not just to me and my family, but to your families, to your friends. There were people that were cut from our lives. Now, I am tempted to allow all the bad things overshadow the good things that have happened. Let's talk about this. I am tempted to look at more of the bad stuff than the good stuff. I I said this morning, I said, you know what? You guys got to, sometimes you guys got to give God a praise because I made it to the last Sunday of the year. I 
I, I don't know about you. Maybe you got COVID. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you got sick and, and then maybe you, I don't know, but, but God in his mercy and his grace made it. He allowed you to be here to breathe and give life and strength into your body. Hallelujah. See, sometimes it takes a near-death experience to realize how precious life is. So the beginning of the year, personally, the beginning of the year, what do we do? My wife and I in the car goes, we got to go visit the Holy Land, Israel. Great. We got to experience God in a way that we never experienced it before. Great times. Guess what else we did? Beginning of the year, we finished the build. Let's think about it. As a church, we're standing in a vision that God has given us, and, we, and nobody thought we were going to do it. Hallelujah. Not only that, my grandson, John Bobby III, was born. Little young light-skinned. Praise God, little Israelite. These are things that I, I see that God has done for us. And not only that, one of the, the best things that has happened for me personally in my life during this time is my wife got finer and more beautiful than ever. That, that, I just, I'm just saying. Yes. That's not a lie. Now, as a ministry, you guys, listen. I'm not going to be before you guys too long. Listen. Now, as a ministry, we had a record number of people at our ministry leave this year. A record. We look at people leave. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I'm not just talking about seat warmers, people that just come and take the seats. But we're talking about people that were vital to the growth of this church and who we are. And I mean, just to mention just a few people, I'll tell the Melvins, praise God. I thank God for them, but they had to leave. But there were other people that left the church. You know why? Because during this time of the, of the pandemic and, and racial tension and everything else, people got upset and get mad. People left the church. No, listen, listen, please understand something. People weren't mad at me. They were mad at the church. It's okay to be mad at me. I will have a disagreeing uh, moment with you. I've sat down and talked to a bunch of you guys and don't agree with me. Matter of fact, when I sit down and I talk literally to, with the Tolberts, we have a disagreement on who's got a better team. Football. It's a disagreement. They got Mahomes, who's a cheater. <laughs> but you're, honestly, honestly, guys, people, we, a lot of people left the church. And I'm not talking about everybody that's at home that don't come to church, but they're, they're literally on church. They, they're at home doing church right now. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about people that gave up not on me because they, we had a, a disagreement. They gave up on the church. And when you give up on the church, you don't realize you literally have given up on God. It is the body of Christ. Hello, Christ is God. And when you leave the body of Christ, you're leaving God. 
We are many members in particular. That means that we come together, not forsaking this, the, of your, this, the assembly of your, yourselves. But people left, just, just left because of tr- troubled times. But God told me a few years ago, listen, you guys might remember this. God spoke to me a few years ago and he said, listen, he said, John, I am beginning to shake the tree. He said, I'm going to shake the tree. And when I shake the tree, and he's talking about the, 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 the church, I'm going to shake it and all the dead leaves are going to fall off. And I said, wow, God, watch this. He says, but don't be surprised that during this shaking, when the dead leaves fall off, there's still going to be some good leaves falling off too. And and it blew my mind. I'm like, wait a minute, God. I said, I'm shaking the tree. I was like, man, this was a word. Sometimes when God will give you a prophetic word, you know, as pastors and people, we think that God is just speaking in the moment, but God is eternal. So when he speaks, it's forever. And when he talks, it wasn't for a a year or two, three years ago. It was for now. Now, of course, nobody cries over dead leaves. But when healthy leaves fall off, it hurts. But the tendency for us is to focus on what is lost. But then again, I recall the word of the Lord. And God said in John 15, 2, it says this, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. Now let's look at this scripture in a human perspective, and maybe you can relate. So I look and I go, God, you mean to tell me after I worked so hard and after I nurtured, cared for, and cried over this tree to make it beautiful, you mean to tell me that you're going to cut some branches off? You mean to tell me that you're going to Get rid of the thing that I tried to make beautiful. I nurtured. I cared for it. I cried over relationships. I cried over jobs. I cried over careers. And I cried over my health. And you're still going to cut it off? But now when I look at a spiritual perspective, we can look and say this. God, I understand that you know more than I do. And I, I know you have seen the labor that I put into this tree to make it flourish. Even though I'm going to miss the branches and the leaves that you cut from this tree, I want to thank you. Listen, I want to thank you for the opportunity and the experience that I had to nurture, to care for, and to cry over the relationships that are lost and the jobs that I lost and the careers that I lost and the health that I have. Now, let me pause for you so you guys can understand something. I need you guys to understand something about seasons. And I'm not talking about Lowry's seasoning salt. I'm talking about seasons. Ecclesiastes 3 says this. There, I mean, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. Listen, there are people, relationships, jobs, and situations and circumstances that are only meant to be in your life 
for a season. And their purpose in your life is to prepare you for the next season of finer and greater fruit. Thank you. Thank you. Because I don't think you just got it. I'm trying to teach you something here. Because there's things in 2020 that we all lost. But they, they lost it. We lost them during the season of 2020. But God is telling you right now that I have pruned you and I'm getting you ready for greater and finer fruit. I don't know about you, but I need to bear more fruit. And saints of God, if we keep hating the year and that bad year that we had, and that bad pruning season that happened, we are going to go through hating every year, focusing on what was lost instead of thanking God for what remains. I'm going to give you a, a testimony, and I'm just going to be honest with you. Through the first stroke, I lost a lot of my mental capabilities. There's a lot of things that you guys will never see it's unless my family sees it. Because they know me. I can't, I, there's, stuff, there's stuff that I just, I'm not the same person anymore. I've lost a lot of things in my life. I can't do some, I, I've lost a lot, of, I can't work out, I can't do certain things. I lost a lot of things in my life. And I had a tendency to start feeling bad about myself. I'm like, God, I'm not strong like I used to be. God, I'm, I'm getting older now. I don't look as young as I used to be. God, I can't, I can't understand or comprehend like I used to. And I started feeling bad about myself until I started thinking, wait, God, you may have pruned me of a few things. There are some things that I've lost, but God, I will give you the praise, the honor and glory for that what remaineth. I still have my life. I still have my health. I still have my family. I still have my church. And even more so, I got my God. God is telling us there, is, there are things in your life that are necessary for me to remove if you want growth. Even though I've lost all this, I've gained Christ. I don't, I don't know if you even know. I, I don't even, I've lost a lot of things naturally and mentally, emotionally. I've lost a lot of these things, but I've gained Christ. I count all these things as rubbish and dung that I may, that I may know Christ. God said it's necessary to remove these old things if we want growth. But if you focused on what was lost, you can't receive what's to come. If I focus on 2020, how am I going to prepare for 2021? That's the God that I serve. He's not the God of my past. He's the God of my future. I don't want to focus on my stroke. I don't want to focus on my heart issues. I don't want to focus on the second stroke. I don't even want to focus on maybe get, having another stroke. 
I want to focus on what the word of the Lord says. That he's going to give me an expected end, a future and a hope. I believe the Apostle Paul said it best. Tira, you can, you can come up. In Philippians chapter 3 and 13, Paul says this, and I don't think a lot of us actually get it because everybody knows this scripture. But I'm, I'm just going to read it just for your hearing. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. So many of us are living in the past. So many of us are living in the past. I can't go back there. I cannot go back to what happened. I can't go back to the mistakes that I made. I can't go back upon the bad decisions that I did. I can't go back to, to October when I had a stroke. I can't go back to August to have a stroke. I can't go back. I can't go back there anymore. I don't want to go back there. I know that I have to do as Paul said. I'm going to forget those things which are behind me and I'm going to press. You know what press means? I'm going to keep going forward. See, pressing... When you walk like this, that's not what Paul, Paul is talking about a walk that, listen, it's going to be an uphill battle. Paul's like, uh, uh. When you see most of the time when the disciples, matter of fact, let's, let's talk about different disciples. When Paul was on his way to Rome, he was on his way to Rome in a ship. He was a prisoner. And this wind came, and they called it a contrary wind, and the name of that wind was called Arachlodon. It was trying to keep Paul from where he was going. It's when Paul's like, I know God had told me where I'm going to go. I know where I was at, but I know where I'm going, and something is going to come against me. When the disciples were going across the, the Sea of Galilee, and the storm hit, the Bible said that a contrary wind was blowing a storm and they were on their way. Why? Because Jesus told them, let us go to the other side. See, I'm going to tell you where you need to go, but there's going to be something that's going to come against you to try to keep you from where you're going. And that wind, what that wind is trying to do is trying to keep you from going to where God has told you to go, to your future. He didn't catch it. God said, I got a destination. I got a plan for you. But as I told you where to go, you need to go. But contrary, a rocklodon is going to keep you from going back or going to where God wants you to go. So if we let those contrary winds hit us, we'll start going back. And we'll stand at the shore. And that, that whole thing represents this. Well, I, this is what happened to me in 2021. This is what I did. I lost my, my marriage. I lost some friends. I lost my job. 
I lost my I lost my business. I lost this. What am I going to do now? What am I going to do whatever? And instead of just turning and going, Jesus said, "Let us go." Wait, y'all didn't catch it. He didn't say, "I want you to go." He said, "Let us go." Let us go to the other side. Let us go. He says, listen, lo, I am with you always until the ends of the earth. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Even though the contrary winds will blow, you need to look and know that God is with you. Just like the disciples during the storm, they turned and looked and they saw Jesus, our example, sleeping in the hinder parts of the boat. Jesus is like, look, what, you, what are you worried about? Even though the contrary winds were blowing against you, you just need to lay in my rest. Get in the boat. You know what the name of that boat was? It was called the relationship. You get it later. You'll get it later. (laughs) You guys, Revelations 3 and 2 says this. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain strengthen the things which remain what are you looking at you may have lost a lot of things but what do you got left what do you got left you know God will give you sometimes you got to give what you have left over to make sure that other people need to get fed and God once he's done guess what he gave that little young young boy he gave how many, how many loaves? Five loaves? Two pieces of fish? He says, here, God, whatever I got is for you. I know during this pandemic, all you had was, 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 was five loaves and two fish. But you said, you know what, God? I'm going to give it to you, a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable. Not just to my, when I'm giving my offering, but I'm here to give you everything I have. Just like the, the widow with the two mites. That's that just just like Mary Magdalene when she broke open her perfume of oil. She gave everything she had. Put it on his feet. And what happens? Instead of sitting there and going, well, you know, uh, uh, I only got so much. I look, look, I'll tell you what. I'll give you half. I'll, I got two loaves. I got five loaves and two fish. I'll take one fish and one loaf. I can make me a sandwich and then you can feed everybody else. No, he says, I'm going to give it all to you. And what did Jesus do? Watch this. He blessed it. He blessed it. When God blesses something that you have, you better know that you're never going to lose it. You better. You guys ain't hear me. Right now, it looks like you ain't got nothing, but God has already blessed it. The same way we didn't know that we needed hope, God already blessed you with hope. You didn't know you needed hope. He blessed you with the hope. You're like, man, I don't have any hope. I don't have any hope. God says, my body's here. Look around. I've given you hope. Start looking at what remains. Listen, saints, if I continue to focus on my stroke, I won't focus on my health. If I focus on the job you lost, or if you focus on the job you lost, you'll miss, an opp- op- you'll miss the opportunity for the next job or the next career or just to start your own business. You 
got to focus on what remains. If you focus on the people that left out of your life, you're going to miss out on a newer and better and greater relationships. If you keep focusing on the people that left your life. So we have to focus on what remains and prepare for what is coming in the future. There's a future out there. My future is a good future. Listen, can I, can, I, can I help you guys? Do you know that Jesus is sovereign? You know, at the end of the day, saints, listen to me, because I'm trying to tell you the truth. I want to give you the truth. My future is that one day I will be with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's my future. It's not about having houses and cars. My future is that I will see him for who he is. My future is to touch his hands and put my fingers in the holes of his hands and to, to touch his feet, to worship at his throne. That's my future. That I, I, that I understand. See, a lot of us right here, we're thinking about a future because we're still of this world. But God says, I got a future for you. An expected end. Pastor John, my future may, may be in this life, may not even make it till tomorrow. But I know where my future ends up with Christ. I, I, can, I, can, can I just be honest with you guys? You may miss me while I'm here, but I'm not going to be thinking about y'all then. You gonna, you, as the word said, there's no sorrow, no shadow of turning when we're in heaven. Why? Because I'm not looking back as all everybody says, well, they're looking down on me. No, my dad isn't worried about me right now. My dad is worshiping the king of kings. He's standing in his glory. My dad ain't worried about me. We're the ones down here sorrowing, but there's a joy that is set before us. It's our future. So we have to focus while we're here on what remains. Saints of God, I do have to admit, 2020 was a doozy of a year. (laughs) We just got to be honest. We were pruned of many members, but 2020 was a good year because it made room for many people, whether you know it or not, that had given their life to Christ. Not that has been here, but how many people have been reached by the hope of the gospel, by the word of God through technology? People have surrendered themselves, and they can't wait to be in the house of the Lord. I'm not going to give the names. There's been people that got saved over the internet, over Facebook, and watched us for months. For months. And then one day they showed up here and they were like, man, I just want to be a part of this church. This whole 2020 was great because pruning left more room for countless families to step up and become the finer fruit that the church needs. We got people here that are like, look, you know, I want to help. 
I know I didn't heal before, I didn't serve before, but I want to be that finer fruit. I don't want to be the one that gets cut off of the tree. I don't want to be those dead leaves that fall off. Saints of God, today is your opportunity, your opportunity to start 2021 off great, spectacular, or even as Deacon Tony Tolbert says, you could start off your 2021 season in an epic fashion. (laughs) Saints of God, in my closing for the second time, your future doesn't look like this. Your future doesn't look like this. Jeremiah 29, 11 says this, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, say the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope or an expected end. Your future doesn't look like this. Job 8 and 7 says this, and though your beginning was small, your latter days will be very great. Your future doesn't look like this. Haggai 2 and 9 says this, the glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former. Wait, wait, wait. The glory of this latter house The glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. Your future does not look like this. Your future is in Jesus Christ and him alone. Amen? Amen. You guys stand up to your feet. Praise God. Your future doesn't look like this. Every day you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, God, my future doesn't look like this because my future is that way. My future is in the hope of Jesus Christ. Amen. You guys pray with me. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, that you have just taken, to, taken, taken us and brought us and strengthened us. And those in that which have remained, Lord, we shall be the branches that are bearing much fruit to your body and your tree. Lord, I thank you right now that our future, our today, doesn't look like our tomorrow. Lord, matter of fact, I just want to say thank you for the year 2020. I thank you for everything that's happened to us. I thank you for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because I know that all things work together for the good, for them that love the Lord. So I thank you for that right now, God. God, I thank you that the joy of the Lord is our strength. I thank you, Lord, for giving us a future and a hope and peace and an expected end. God, I thank you even right now, Lord, as by your spirit, We are receiving that word of God and you are giving us understanding that you are raising up a people right now that are not that are not looking behind themselves, but they're going forward to the higher calling of Christ Jesus. And Lord, I say today that everything that has happened to us, we consider it as trash, as rubbish, Lord, that we may obtain Christ. We lay it at your feet right now. 
Lord, we love you for all the things that you have done. We thank you for all the things that you are doing, and we love and thank you for all the things that you're about to do. And God, with anybody that's in the sound of my voice that does not know you personally, Lord, I just pray that they were pricked in their heart today and that they will say, what must I do to be saved? Lord, I thank you right now, Lord, that if there's anybody that's, that's listening now, that they will say, Lord, come into my life and in my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. We ask that the Holy Spirit just come into our lives, Lord, and dwell in our hearts. And we thank you for the discernment of your word. We thank you for the word that will continue to speak to us. And Lord, we thank you right now for that we are saved that we are children of God and we thank you for like believers coming into our lives supernaturally to help us learn, to find a, a, a church that will help us grow and be disciples. We thank you for all these things, God. We love you. We thank you for the next upcoming year. We thank you for the future that we are about to have. We love you in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. Amen. You guys give God a praise. Praise God. Praise God. Saints of God, listen. That's all the time we have for this episode of the Annex Podcast. But we encourage you to get connected with us by downloading and using our TBCF app today. Or you can visit our website at tbcf.life. That's tbcf.life. Until next time, thanks for stopping by to the Annex Podcast.